You're listening to Podcasting Made Simple, where we deliver weekly masterclass episodes that help podcast hosts and podcast guests elevate their podcasting game. I am your host, Alex Sanfilippo. Today's episode features audio from a session of the latest PodPro's quarterly event. To learn more about the speaker in this episode, along with other helpful resources, including the video version of this episode and links to attend next quarter's event, please visit podpros.com slash 200. And now please enjoy today's episode. What does it take to get your show to the top 1% and why does this even matter? Hey, it's Melanie Benson here. Thank you so much for inviting me to this event to talk a little bit about what I've learned on my own journey as a podcast host, host of Amplify Your Success, uh, to finding out that it's made it to the top 1.5% of the almost 4 million podcasts out there, which I'm super honored. Uh, And Alex asked me to share a little bit about what's worked and how we have gotten that the show there. And so I'm going to unpack it when I look back at what did we do to make this happen. First of all, uh, I'll say that I went into this very intentionally. This is my second show. We're at 300 episodes. I've been podcasting for nine years, maybe 10 by now. And I knew that I wanted to have a top podcast, not just a podcast. And let me just share with you a little bit why that was such an important piece of the puzzle for me. First of all, I teach people how to amplify their authority and to leverage that authority as part of their credibility and their brand positioning and and as a a sales tool in a way that helps uh, elevate you as the go-to authority. And it's one of the things that really eliminates that best kept secret syndrome. So when when I see a lot of people creating podcasts, and when I saw myself creating a podcast, I knew I really wanted a podcast that stood out in the market. And I wanted to make it a great quality show that people wanted to share with other people. So tip number one is I went in very intentional. And the reason why is I found that, A, of course, like when you have a top-rated show, you're getting a lot of natural organic al- algorithm boosts that help attract more listeners inside whatever platforms that they're listening to. So we've seen that happening, especially via Listen Notes, is really, um, that's starting to pull really strong for us. And when you do an interview type show like I do, I intertwine interviews with um, solo uh uh, like tip-oriented, shorter interview, uh, sorry, uh, solo broadcast, you attract higher quality guest experts. So when people really know how to deliver massive value, one of the things they're looking for from the host is to be able to bring their own audience. And they and having a top-rated show means you're getting more downloads, which means that you are uh, you know what you're doing in terms of being able to get traction for your show. And that's very attractive to high-quality guests. If you are going to go the monetization route, a top-rated podcast is way easier to monetize. Obviously, there, there's a little bit of the math there with the, the downloads, but you're also obviously knowing how to market your show, and that's very attractive to sponsors and to clients. You know, If you know how to get a top show out there, your client attraction quality will go up as well. And then four, um, what, and this is, I think, often untapped in the podcasts that are hosted. This gives you valuable positioning for additional types of speaking 
and new collaborations and partnerships and things. So I started this uh, podcast almost five years ago with 300 episodes in. And what I discovered was that for Amplifier success, hitting the charts really moved the needle on, on some uh, opportunities for us. And um, I found out very accidentally uh, one day, I was approached by a company, another podcasting platform called Verbal, V-U-R-B-L. And they asked me if I would be willing to be their marketing ambassador. And they they pitched me this by saying, hey, congrats on your top 1% show. At that time, we were charting at 1.1% on Listen Notes. And I was like, what? Wait, how did that, how did that happen? And that's when I it kind of dawned on me, oh, there's this whole tracking system to really see where you're tracking with uh, listener uh, behavior. And not too long after that, Good Pods, the Good Pods platform, reached out to us and said, hey, congrats, you're on three of our top 20 lists this week. I was like, oh, cool. What happened? So I, I kind of put my eye off the prize for a little bit, and all of a sudden, these things start kicking in. So that was, first of all, great news. It's very exciting. But when fellow podcasters are like, okay, so Spill, what are you doing? And I was getting approached from people to say, hey, can you help me create a podcast that's more than just uh, a time and money sucking drain <laughs> and going into pod fade prematurely, which we know happens so much. Uh, what are you doing? And can you show me what to do to make sure my podcast is really having the impact and monetizing itself? So here's what we did. And this is all part of a bigger framework. I should also say that my podcast is part of a very strategic seven-step framework I use to um, really grow the reach of the work I do in the world. Uh, this is the same thing I teach. It's, it's my authority positioning uh, strategy. And my podcast is one of the key factors of that. And here's how we really got that big boost of the podcast and the impact it's having four key things. One, we focused on audience. We knew that the audience is what makes or break the show. And there are some other things that we've done strategically to get in front of new audiences, but because of time, I'm only going to be able to unpack a couple of them today. And uh, I did not do the build a podcast and they will come. I knew I had to market my podcast and I had to do the work to make my podcast get out there in front of the audiences that we wanted to attract, okay? So first of all, it was about going in strategically with an interview style show. And that, and I do intertwine other things as well, but I went in with the right guest uh, strategy. I knew if I got the right guest who A, would be attractive to listeners that might just run across the show somewhere and B would collaborate with me to share the show in front of their audiences that my podcast would grow further, go further and grow faster uh, than if I just tried to do it all by myself. And yes, um, I do maybe sacrifice a little bit of lead gen. I do share and, and I believe in collaboration. So I want to showcase the best possible guests to my audience but I look at this as a strategic decision that is paid off in spades for a number of reasons, which there's so many valuable things about the guests that I interview. Second, 
And this is part of the staying power. So you get the people listening, but in order to keep them listening, and that's part of your your listener uh, rating and ranking, is ask better questions. One of the things I feel so honored, um, I, I channel my inner Oprah, I always say, because there was a part of me that always wanted to be a paid TV show host. And I was like, okay, well, that may not be my path this, this uh, lifetime, but I'm going to channel that into my podcast. And so I was always like, what are the questions these people are not being asked all the time? Or what is the question that my listener is dying to ask as they're listening to the show? And I want to channel what they want to hear from this guest. And I strive to showcase my guests and make them look like superstars, which most of them are, sometimes a little bit of a stretch, but um, I, I want to make the conversation so compelling and so intriguing that people want to share it and people want to come back and listen to the next guest and that it, it's great lead generation for them as well. Third, I realized very quickly we had to make it uber easy for my guests to share. 99% of the time, the reason why somebody doesn't share an episode where they're featured is it's too difficult. They're not getting the right materials that we're not making it easy for them. Uh, they don't know what to say. So they say nothing. The show profile, either on Apple or wherever, you know, if you have a show page or whatever, is so non-inviting that they're like, ooh, I don't feel like sharing that. They don't have branded images that are showcasing them. Like I could go on and on, right? And it is appalling to me how many really great podcasts are out there that are not providing great shareable content. And that's a huge reason why their shows aren't growing. I know because I guessed on a lot of people's shows and I'm like, really, this is all you're giving me? Like you're making me do all the work. So making it really easy. My, We actually teach this in my uh, part of my toolkit for podcasters. And honestly, like it's mind blowing how many people write back and say, this was the most amazing content package we've ever gotten. So make it easy for your guests to share. And last, and probably the easiest and the simplest thing is ask people for rating and reviews. Look, like as a guest coming on the show, they're not paying to be there nine out of 10 times, right? I know some shows uh, do sell their spots, but asking for a rating and review is one of the ways you can express some payment and some goodwill towards the show. So don't be afraid as a host to ask for those rating and reviews. They do really give a lot of boost and traction to the listener quality and the experience. So I think there's um, there is a lot of value in looking at how do you get that podcast in front of new audiences. And if you always put the audience forward and reverse engineer the most powerful piece of that show, you are a nine times more likely to get that show elevated. Okay. And there's little things like the quality of your recordings, the quality of your voice, the quality of the way you design the show flow. Those are all things that can get restructured. It's a big part of what I, I teach my clients now because, you know, like when people hear the same thing over and over on every show they listen to, they get bored. Like you want to have a little bit of a pattern interrupting quality. And last little um, tip on audience building, don't just rely on your own list. Like market the crap out of your show. Uh, leverage all your social channels, you know, collaborate with other people, get your show listed on top uh, 20 lists and um, find ways to showcase who you are as a podcaster. I had to give a huge shout out to all of my podcasting friends, Alex being one of them. 
uh, we really go a long way to support each other. And that is a big part of what draws listeners is get creative and find new places to make sure people know about your show. Okay. So those are some of the big ones we did. Happy to answer any of the questions that are coming up. And uh, if you want to go a little bit deeper into my overall framework and really understand how to create an authority branded podcast that's part of a strategy that brings a six to seven figure boost to your business, I'm happy to share my seven step framework. It's a free download you can get at melaniebenson.com forward slash pod pros. Thank you for listening to this episode of Podcasting Made Simple. If you enjoyed what you just heard, please share a screenshot or picture of yourself listening to it on social media. Be sure to tag us so we can follow you and also reshare it. Additionally, if you know someone who would benefit from listening to this as well, please send it their way. For show notes and resources from this episode, please visit podpros.com slash 200. Thank you again for listening and I'm looking forward to bringing you another masterclass episode next week.